something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Carolina. Hi, Honey German. Oh, my gosh. This is our first time recording. It is. Yeah. And I'm so excited because people are now going to be able to see our faces when we say hello to each other. Yeah. When you say wild shit and I'm like, what? The? I know. When I drop those like mom bombs and stuff like that. All yeah. of those. <laughs> when I school you to things that you like, what is this? Which is all the time. See, Honey's excited about the video. I, I am. am not. I know. Listen, <laughs> it took a long time for us to commit to video because yeah. doing audio means you could look whichever way you want you you can make all the faces you want to make nobody is gonna judge totally but video is really the future i know but you know what i like to eat late night chicharrones and like and then i get puffy <laughs> i get like that but salt face listen stop you have a beautiful face well, but they've chopped this up at in a way that you're not gonna be able to see our chichos or my saddlebags hanging yeah. off the chair right no so it's good so and it, you can still kind of like wear half trash from the waist down that's right it's a party on the top or right but party on the top? No, business on the top, party on the bottom. This is, I think that's what it this is. This is like the mullet situation? Yes, this is the mullet situation. So um, I don't know. I feel like I'm nervous because I feel like people are watching me. Um, that's the reason why I went into radio was because I knew that I would never have to like perform in front of people and then I you know what I mean I don't know you know what's so crazy when I came into radio I was like yeah because you know people don't see you in radio and then when I got into radio it was already big as far as like being on social media yes. posting yourself on Twitter on Instagram on right. Facebook so I never had that whole experience of like come, come do radio in pajamas because you know now I gotta put like at least a semi hot thotty picture oh, for sure. when I'm on the radio to make sure you know anybody who's a little thirsty over me will tune in yes exactly no I had the anonymity of like the early 2000s which was really lovely but now it's just but like you're game so gorgeous. over like who please. cares oh my gosh no thank you you but don't have no. that face for radio like people like to say well you know what we are so excited thank you honey but we are so excited to start this new chapter for life in spanglish but we're starting it on a really somber note i feel like this week has been so heavy for us yeah this week with with the passing of kobe bryant mm -hmm. and his daughter gianna and the remaining passengers that were also on the helicopter it's like we've been super down well you know what i wanted to 
talk about where you were because our experiences were very different. You were on the air at Power yes. 105 when the news broke. Yeah, I, w- I was on the radio. I got the alert uh, from TMZ and I was just like, I got to go with this right away. And mm-hmm. it's weird because at that moment I had to use my gut instinct. It was like, take a chance. Like, do I wait? Like ESPN, CNN, everybody Nobody waited. Else. They waited yeah. like 30, 40 minutes. And mm-hmm. I had already gone on radio with it, posted it on our website, posted it on social medias. And at that moment, I, I came to the realization, like, wow, it's so crazy how you have to make these these rash decisions, like, in the moment. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to let your listeners know what you know? Or are you going to wait a little bit longer and wait for other, I guess, more major outlets mm-hmm. to confirm it? But, um, yeah, it was hard. Well, TMC, I think, is now a verified outlet with a lot Very. of people. I think that, you know, you can for the most part, trust what they're saying because mm-hmm. they're not going to come out with things. But I think that it was really shocking, like the, the cross-referencing, which a lot of people do in journalism, if you guys don't know. Um, a lot of people wait to make sure that the other outlets are reporting the same thing mm-hmm. because this is a huge, huge story. So you were on the air. You decided to go with it. And what was the response from the people who were listening at that time? People were just like, honey, this is fake news. Please don't say this is true. Where did you get this? I don't see this on TV. Mm-hmm. I don't see this anywhere. I don't see this on Instagram. Because usually when people pass, the family makes some type of statement. Right. And it's everywhere immediately. With Kobe, it, it took like a, at least a good like one hour before other outlets decided they were going to jump on the story and, and share about it. So... People were just really in disbelief. Well, this is just, you know, you look at Kobe Bryant, 41 years old, his daughter Gianna, 13. um, And I think that a lot of people are talking about the story because, of course, he is a celebrity. You know, we always want to make sure that we reference the seven other people who were on board and lost their lives and their families, too, because it's just tragic. The whole story is tragic. It is. But I was actually going out to, you always remember where you were. Yeah, you do. When you hear the news of somebody who, I guess it's either made an impression on you when you were younger or you came up with them and I say I came up with Kobe Bryant because we're exactly the same age I'm 41 okay so when he entered into the NBA I remember he was like in high school and I'm like what this guy gets to go to the NBA you know what I mean so you remember all of these milestones for people yeah we grew up with Kobe absolutely so I was going out to our refrigerator outside to get more milk and I so you have a fridge outside that has milk in it oh and we have a fridge outside for beer milk you know and it's not frozen no no yeah because sorry I didn't mean to sidetrack no you you, you have the regular fridge we'll talk about that later you got the regular fridge exactly. and then you got the uh, like the side chick fridge okay so well, well listen when I had my apartment in Queens it had a little yard there yeah. was no fridge but there was a lot of sodas just hanging out in the yard okay. and they would be nice and cold and I just grab them and drink see them. that's smart well Same I, thing. but that's the thing it's like you know I remember walking out to get milk and I came back in and I looked at my watch and I I audibly said no what did you have on your watch the alert the TMZ alert and it came in, and I, and I yeah. walked in, and my husband said, what's wrong? And I said, Kobe Bryant is dead. Yeah. And, and this was before we got the news of the others. And so I don't know. And even my husband said to me, he's like, it's like you're so affected by this. And I said, my heart is so heavy. For me, even thinking about it right now makes me yeah. want to cry. It's like we grew up with Kobe. He was one of our role models. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every kid that shot a shot and said – Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just part of of our hood, our culture, our families. You know, my cousins, they love basketball. My brothers, my nephew plays basketball. So he was a role model and pretty much like part of the family. And he was so 
dope and so well you rooted for him too he was very classy you know i mean as a young player in the game coming in the way that he did i think that a lot of people could have messed that up royally you know and he didn't he was able to you know have this career be an amazing family man and i don't know it just it really affected me a lot like every single day i think about kobe and granted also my social media is flooded oh i know it's so crazy how people loved him so much and people are posting not just about him as as a basketball player but him as a dad a lot i Mm -hmm. guess especially considering you know that that um unfortunately gianna was with him when this happened right well as of today while we're recording um there has has not been a statement from uh, Vanessa Bryant, his now widow. Yes. And um, there are very, you know, there's little known right now. Um, But what I will say is I have been praying for her and the girls and the families of everybody who was lost because I cannot imagine. Yeah, especially like your, it's not only your spouse, it is your child. Child. Like it's double the pain. Yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that. And I know this is kind of like a heavier, you know, uh, I guess one of our episodes. But, you know, I think that people grieve in different ways. People mourn in different ways. They do. And there are some people on social media who think like, oh, well, you didn't know him. You know, why are you being so, you know, dramatic about it? Or there are people who like, for example, I didn't post anything that day because I was still trying to wrap my head around things and you know you have a right to process things in your own way so you know I actually got um a comment on one of my pictures I posted I had been out the night before attending a friend's bat mitzvah and um I posted a picture of myself and I got a couple of comments saying you know it's really insensitive that you're posting this right now and I thought Social media, man, you know, sometimes it can be for the greater good. And then sometimes it's just really a divider, you but know, it's crazy that you say that because I haven't posted anything of myself ever since Kobe passed Yeah, because of that. But you're, because I don't see, I, I don't see, I see people actually trying to be like, honey, do you really think we need a selfie of you? Or do you really need, do you really think see, we that's need that right choice. now? But that's your choice. It's my and choice, but the, the internet troll police is policing me. But in a we way. have different accounts too because yeah. you typically post about celebrities on yeah. your Instagram. I don't. You know, so yeah. for me it's mostly about my life, my children. Yeah. They wanted you to pay homage friends. to Kobe before you moved forward. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it's just, you know, I, I personally I live my own life. I let other people live their lives and you know As what you I should. said to them Vive is tu vida, no la mía. Exactly. And what I said too is just that, you know, horrible things happen on the daily. If that's the case, then nobody should be posting on social media because every second of every day, something awful is happening. You know, I think we're paying attention to this because he was such a beloved icon and celebrity, you know, and this is just no disrespect. I'm just talking about the way that social media reacts are so quick. People are so quick. You know, it's not mandatory that if a celebrity passes that you post him, you know, it's it's a personal thing. It doesn't mean that he and his family and the other families haven't been on my mind. You know what I'm saying? So just just, because you don't post it on social media doesn't mean you don't feel it doesn't mean that it didn't happen you know there's like right. this thing like if you don't post it on instagram and it didn't go down or something right. of that sort and that's not the case at all man yeah. plus sometimes you want to wait for the right thing the right moment you don't just want to pose you know maybe you want to find something totally. of him talking about his, his wife and his family and maybe that'll hit you maybe that'll be the thing that you'll post well so. you know what there is a great video that's circulating today of 
Kobe Bryant doing an interview in Spanish. Oh my God, I saw it. And I it loved is it. so beautiful hearing the way he speaks Spanish. And he was talking about the influence that his wife, Vanessa, I believe, is she Mexican? She's Mexican, yeah. Okay. Her parents are Mexican from yes, LA. LA, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and they met what when he was out in LA. He also, one of their first dates was at Disneyland, which is just so darling. That is so cute. And it's so LA of them. It is. <laughs> but, you know, he was talking about his connection with her family, sitting with her mother. Yeah. And he was talking about watching novelas like La Madrasta and like how yeah, they learned asked how to him. speak they Spanish. They were like, how did you learn how to speak Spanish? And he speaks it so well. And it's And really he was beautiful. like, bueno, con Vanessa y mi suegra, yeah. mirando novelas. Yeah. ¿Cómo se llama? La Madrastra. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I can, I know he was fluent in Italian. Yes. But yeah. I did not know that he also made it a point, I guess, you know, to learn his wife's heritage and something that, that was being passed down to his daughters. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. So, you know what? I just, I wanted to take a moment before we actually like start our real episode and yes. just talk about, you know, um, us just sending all of our love and warm thoughts and just, you know, comfort to the people who lost and the people who are feeling something, you, even though you didn't know him, even though you didn't know the other people who were on that helicopter, you know, the, the profound feeling of loss is something that, you know, if you need to talk to somebody, go talk to someone. Yeah, you know? and your like, feelings are, are valid. Don't let anyone make you feel like you didn't know Kobe. What do you care? Like, right. It, first of all, we are all human. He was a role model. It's a loss. He was, he mm-hmm. was just a dope person yeah like like it is a major loss and I felt like there was still so much more for Kobe to accomplish right like you know I I think like philanthropically I think there was so much more for him to accomplish and I loved the way that he championed there's the other thing I'm sorry and I know I know we have to move on but um the one thing that I really loved hearing about was his love of being a father of girls I loved that because, you know, you always get those people who come up to you and say, oh, well, you had three girls. Now are you going to try for the boy? And he loved his girl. And he said, I would have five more girls if I could. Yeah. He was a girl dad. His love for his daughters was was beyond, you know, it's crazy. Even the Mamba Academy, like, you know, female coaches, female, like, players, all the girls. Like, what he was doing was super dope. He's a a huge, huge loss, man. And, And if you feel something... It's valid. Yeah, man. let's Don't lift each other it. up. And if you're feeling a little bit of sadness, it's okay. Call somebody and tell them. Call one of your friends. And just be like, girl, I'm feeling this. You know what I mean? Because that's what I did. I definitely was feeling it. So um, now there you have that. But honey, what else did you want to get into today for Life in Spanglish? Um, I definitely want to talk about living your life Yeah. today. Because after Kobe passed, you know, Many of the people in my life, many of the people on my timeline were like, apologize to whoever you have a problem with. Reach out to that person you are not speaking to and tell them that you love them and do what you want to do now. Like, it live in the now. Tomorrow yeah. is not promised. It's so crazy how, you know, we would have thought Kobe would have lived to be an old man, you know, like own his own team and just move forward. And then one day his life was taken from him. And it brings me to the whole, like, why are we waiting to do the things we want to do, to visit the places we want to visit, you know, to, to try the restaurant? Like, we wait. Wear the dress. You know you have that dress that Use is in perfume. your closet that you're just like, no, I'm going to save it for a special. Wear that damn dress tomorrow. Wear it to work. I might wear a sequins jumpsuit. I'm not even going to kid That's you. That's cute. Why it's got not? a little cut out right here. It's new? I was supposed to wear it to <laughs> Fiesta Latina last year, but I got sick. I had it, ta- like, I had it all tailored and everything. I might wear that shit tomorrow. You should <laughs> I never wore it before. And aside from the clothes, the perfumes, right. the bags, the belts, the, the experiences. things. experiences. 
and your dream. Yeah. Do you have that one dream that, that you haven't, you know, tapped into? I was just telling you before, um, the lady that works for New Jersey Transit came up to me. And she's mm -hmm. like, I want to be on the radio. I want to do commercials. I want to do a podcast. And I was like, you know what? Reach out to me on Instagram. Maybe I can give you some pointers. Really? But at that moment, I realized her dream was not to work for New Jersey Transit. Her dream is for her voice to be heard. But you know when she has to do the PA, she's like, I'll do it. She sounds good. <laughs> no, she sounds okay. really she's good doing voice. the PA. But it, it, it brings me to the whole, like, what are we waiting for? Yeah. Like, why are we postponing all the dope things that we want to do, the parts of the world that we want to visit? Like, really, why? Yeah. For me, I think it, it really brought to my attention, and I feel like I'm repeating myself because I've said this many times on this podcast. You know, I never go a day without telling my children and my husband and my family, really, how much I love them. You know, every single morning when I leave at 440, I leave my house at 4.40 every day. That's a good time to leave. I, can, I don't know why. 4.40 a.m. It just feels like a good time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I go over to my husband. And I give him a kiss on his forehead, and I say, I love you. And some, sometimes he sleeps right through it. Sometimes it wakes him up. But no matter what, I always say to him, you never know what could happen. I don't care what happened the day before. And that's a fact. I want you to know how much you're loved. My kids, I yeah. call them on the iPad every single morning, and I say to them, have a great day. I you're already such a good can't mom. I wish my mom would have been like Carolina. You know what I mean? Vanessa was like, andate para She was like yelling oh. at hundred percent. No yeah. me abra la puerta, maldita muchacha del diablo. So, you know, for me, I think it's just the importance of letting those people know how much you love them. And again, it could be important. your friends. It could be a coworker. It could be anybody who's like special or important to you. Um, you know, I think that many people are uncomfortable with saying I love you. They are. And, it's and, not, and many, it doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes you feel love and mm -hmm. you might not say it yeah because you feel like what if that person doesn't love me back or yeah. what if that person thinks i'm weird you know like i've worked with people here for the past five years i would never tell them i love them mm -hmm. but if they needed me for anything i'm yeah. there and and if they wanted to you know borrow money i got you in the money what do you need and there's a sense of love there but i probably would never express it they probably think i'm a creep or some shit well honey my venmo is uh carolina here dash. we go my venmo is down <laughs> carolina sorry it hasn't worked in six months i'm just kidding <laughs> no but you know what you're right it's about realizing your dreams and you know what i think if anything people are afraid sometimes to take a chance if I could tell you how many times in my life I've been told, no, you're not good enough for this. You're not qualified enough Don't for get this. Me started you're on not, that. you're not this, yeah. you're not that, you know, but it's like, you've got to keep trying because luckily for me, I can say on this day, I have realized and had the opportunity to live my dreams. Same. You know, as a so little girl, it's all I've ever wanted to do. You know what I mean? And I feel so fortunate. And not that. a lot of people can yeah. actually say that. My husband is terrified of dying. And really? it, for the past like year and a half, it's like all he talks about and all he talks about and he wants to get healthy and he doesn't want to die. And when it came down to it, I said, why are you so afraid of dying? He's like fixated on it almost. And he said, it's because I haven't lived my dreams. Oh, Noni. Oh, you guys know how much I love Noni. He hasn't oh. really pursued the things he really loved. That he's passionate like, about. Like, he's just worked and had a, a career all these years, 20 years. He's graduating. I mean, graduating. He's retiring in March. He is? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, he started his job very, very young when he was, he was a kid, you could practically say. So, now he's going to live his dream. God so bless. So, now he feels like... I can't die because I'm finally not going to work for somebody right. else. Now I'm finally going to tap into me, my dreams, what I want. 
And I don't want other people to wait 20 years like no. he did. And, no, it's And so then true. feel like, you know, I lived my whole life and I never did anything I loved and right now there's so many different ways that you can tap into what you love you know if you would love to write you can do a blog Mm -hmm. if you like radio you could do a podcast if you want to model your Instagram can be your space where you can model and post your pictures things Mm -hmm. have changed so much 20 years ago there weren't all the social media outlets that they are now you want to sing you could put your picture I mean your videos on YouTube you don't want to hear me sing I I sing I have nothing for a talent show you dragged it that is a hard song whoever to sing. has that video please she sang do not whitney send houston it. in I case sang you don't know whitney houston at the eastwood mall you couldn't have picked jessica Ohio. simpson or something no 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 i went for whitney. it <laughs> i went for it no but you know what but you also do have to be realistic like here's the thing you know there are some people who have dreams that you know for Carolina, example don't say it i will never well let's be honest like okay. you know i will never be a runway model i'm literally five two but you could be a lifestyle model. I could be. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't let people who say no stop you from pursuing what you could actually do. So I couldn't do runway, but I could be an influencer. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you could definitely model like panties and cute stuff like that. Oh, stop it, the girl. The little frillies in the back. shy. Okay, <laughs> come on. Those honeydews. You exactly. Know, honey those are really intimate. cute. Those are so cute. Um, no, but I'm serious, you know, because I think a lot of people look at um, a, a lofty goal. You know, um, for example, yeah. being in the NBA. You know, you might not be. That's like every kid's dream. Every kid's I'm dream. Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the reason why I think but Kobe there are resonated a lot of teams, with so many But there people. are a lot of teams. We do have 50 states. We do have minors. We do you have, have majors. You also have other leagues that you can play in you know what i mean so it's just more about being strategic or you can coach and doing your research i know someone wanted to go to the nba he didn't get to the nba Mm -hmm. but he coaches basketball at a university and he feels very accomplished you're still a part of the team exactly and he he loves it yeah so you know what if you're passionate about something we want to support you and you know what you you have us so you can always reach out to us and let us know what you're speaking of reaching out why don't we get into the salon oh yeah we have a salon submission oh okay here's our i love how it comes out of nowhere do you guys see that it's like (laughs) it's a nice little trick that we do on television. So um, do you want to read it? You can read it, Carolina. And then I'll just answer her right away. Okay. It says, hello, ladies. I'm finishing season one and I am obsessed. I totally relate to everything you guys talk about and love the drive and balance you both seem to have in y'all's lives. With that being said, I wanted some advice. I'm turning 30 in the next few weeks. That's young. I'm a mom of of a seven-year-old. And although we are not married, her dad and I have been together almost a decade. We have a healthy, happy home. Good. I work in the legal field and honestly, I have no passion for any of it oh my god that's what we're talking about okay god that was my field before well oh yeah that's right um so she says i have always been told i should try plus size modeling oh she's thick and pretty god just to give you guys an idea i'm about the same shape and height as the queen herself ashley graham oh my god she's gorgeous okay i would totally love to but i feel like my train may be passed i don't even know where to and how to start but should I still follow my dreams or just stick to my nine to five? Thank you. And that's from Ruby V. I swear to you, I had no idea what she was talking about. So that's funny that we were like on that same page. It is crazy that this is the, the salon that, that um, Andrew picked for today. Because that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Right now. First of all, 30 is young. 30 is young. She, she's 29 as she's writing this. And she's talking about like, has her train passed? Girl, please stop. Yeah, exactly. You better start taking those pictures now. And and. If she has the same height and same shape as Ashley Graham, you already meet, meet all the criteria that me and you were talking about right now. Something that I love that I want to give you as motivation, you look at somebody like Rihanna who came out with her lingerie line. Mm-hmm. 
And when you looked at her show, she had models of all different shapes, sizes, color. I mean, it yeah. was really remarkable. That's one of my favorite shows to attend. Like when I go, it's just like if I feel represented, I feel identified, I, I, I feel like, okay. And this, that's why Rihanna is. is amazing. You know, but like in the past, somebody would be like, oh no, you can't get into modeling. Absolutely you can, you know. Can I say something? It's so weird because earlier this week I was watching uh, television commercials and I'm like, Nobody's model. No, none. Nobody's a model anymore. They look like normal people. It's normal people. Mm -hmm. It's just ad campaigns. Normal people. Magazine covers. It's either celebrities or someone who you know, Ashley Graham, or mm -hmm. someone who's out here, you know, making a mark in the industry. So, as far as like getting into plus size modeling, go for it. Um, you know what? I do have some advice because I just helped another young lady um, start her modeling oh. um, well like her road to modeling so here's what you need to do do not do not pay a photographer do not oh, pay no. hundreds of dollars to get professional pictures I shoot you. because no with your iPhone you could have anybody shoot you on an That's iPhone real talk, yeah. seriously so you know what just get some good pictures good lighting natural don't put on a ton of makeup don't use any prints let them see who you really are yeah nice and raw send it to the agencies they have the instructions on the website and you know what give it a shot again you might get a couple of no's you might get a yes you know and then that's where they'll instruct you and say you know we have a photographer but that's the next step you just got to take the pictures and give yourself the shot don't wait for other people to do it for you another thing is also brands brands are very big into using you know influencers and, and people that are on social media mm -hmm. posting so it's like don't be afraid to reach out to brands that have you know like a plus line you can model for them Ashley Stewart they're super dope they do a search every single year Year oh wow! I didn't for know like that. Miss Ashley Stewart. Oh my god! Yeah, gosh, I always I didn't go. I I always do the red carpet for them. Really? Oh my god! And gosh. It, it's so dope. They go across the entire United States and they pick people to represent. You know, that's a good way to start. Just to make your that's pictures. Amazing. They're regular girls from Instagram, but they represent the core value of what the brand is, and they look good. And and you know have fun doing it. Yeah. You know what, Ruby? I think that you are just getting started, honey. And this is kind of what we were talking about too. A lot of people were. Um, commenting on how Kobe, or Kobe rather, um, had his career. And at 41, he was already retired, but he was just beginning his second phase of his life. Exactly. And I think that, Ruby, you have a wonderful second phase in front of you, and I encourage you to do it. But, girl, you got to remember us when you're out there in these streets. Yeah, for real. When y'all getting these big checks, send you're us some Starbucks cards or something. You can send something. some merch our way, okay? And you can just let <laughs> us know what you're modeling for. But, Ruby, thank you so much. And you guys can always email us, lifeinspanglishpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And make sure you follow us on um, social media, yeah. Spangler. English, on yes. Twitter, on that Instagram, and wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you give us five stars and you leave some comments so we can throw them up on this screen behind us. If yes. you if you realize all the comments here are from you guys. We love it and we love that you guys are contributing. And you know what, honey, I just wanted to end this on a great note. Okay. You know, if people haven't seen us, I'm at the real Carolina. You're at I am Honey I German. I am Honey German. On yeah. Instagram. On Instagram. And I, just and I look the same. I don't be photoshopping too exactly, much. Exactly. Me either. I do use the Paris filter a lot. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to encourage everybody to go. Nothing makes me happier than impressing Honey. And I think my what Dolly Parton challenge really impressed Bro, the heck her. Bro, her Dolly Parton challenge. So I was so mad. I was so <laughs> mad my picture wasn't as raunchy as Carolina. So go give yourself a good laugh. <laughs> Don't forget to give us a follow and subscribe. And guys, thank you so much. And live your lives, love your lives, and thank you for listening. Follow your dreams today. We love you.
Thank you. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en, en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.